Praise God, praise God, praise God. This is your elder Solomon coming to you this and every Friday with the hour of faith. It's been a while. We pray that God helps us and we can bring the message of God to you every Friday. Today, what God has given to us, we want to share with you. We've entitled it, Lord, stretch out your hand. Lord, stretch out your hand lord stretch out your hand the hand of god signifies the power of god it represents the involvement of god in that situation the hand of god represents that god's mighty power is at work Hallelujah. The hand of God represents God's authority. That is why when you are, you, you are swearing, you have to lift up your hand. It represents authority that God has. Hallelujah. I want to read from Acts chapter 4 verse 30. But we want to start from 20. 29 and now oh lord let's start from the 28 but everything everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will verse 29 and now oh lord hear their threats <laughs> that is as chapter 4 verse 29 now, O Lord, hear their threats. Give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. Verse 30, which is the main theme. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done done through the name of your holy servant jesus hallelujah hallelujah this is the time the disciples were being persecuted and they were being warned not to even speak about jesus or preach about jesus anymore but they asked for strength that God will strengthen them. Uh, God will even do more things by healing the people and doing miraculous things, performing miracles, signs, and wonders through the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the Lord responded and he did it. The Lord responded and he did it. What is threatening you? What is threatening you in life? Is it sickness? Is it poverty? Is it divorce? Is it childbearing? Is it marriage? Is it what it is? Whatever is bothering your mind, whatever is worrying you in life, when the hand of God is stretched, 
that thing will salute. Hallelujah. Bible says when Jesus spoke to the wave that peace be still, it became still. When the hand of God is stretched upon your life, the waves that are blowing in your life, the challenges that you are going through will surrender to God, will bow to God, will obey God and disappear. Hallelujah. In Peter's time, they were being threatened. Maybe you, you are not being threatened, but you are being mocked in so many ways, in your workplace, in your home, at your church, or anywhere you pass. People are mocking you. He says he worshiped God, but he has been into this challenge for so many years. He has been poor. He has been single. He has been sick. He has been in death. He has been, he has been, he has been, he has been so many things. Hallelujah. But when God stretched out his hand, all your critics will now bow. All your critics will hear the wonderful things, the great things, the miraculous things, the healing God has brought, the deliverance God has brought. The honor and the favor God has brought, the breakthrough God has brought to you. And they will know that ah, now we know that he really, really served a God that he has been talking about. If Daniel had not been put in the lion's den and come back alive, people wouldn't have believed his God that he was serving. So don't worry about the challenge. Tell God to stretch forth his hand upon the challenge. And that challenge will bow. Even in the lion's den, God protected Daniel. His hand was covering Daniel. So the lion could not even give him a scratch. Hallelujah. After Daniel has come out of the lion's den, it was then that people... Even the king himself, who was not worshipping the God of Daniel, pronounced that anyone who speak against the God of Daniel will be killed. But before that, he didn't have that boldness. So until you go through a challenge and you come out of it victorious, there the people will know. <coughs> Excuse me. That yes... You are really serving a living God. Then the people will know that yes, the God that you have been talking about really exists. And he really does miracles, signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Until then, they will just see you as mere human being. And they will just see you that they will mock at you even in your face. And they will ask you stupid questions. Where is your God that you, you said you are serving? Hallelujah. So unless God does something. But you have to invoke God. Because Peter and Co. 
even sit quiet and cry. You have cried enough. You have cried enough. You have cried and complained enough. It's about time you sit up and say enough is enough. Now, Lord, stretch forth your hand and touch me. And do your wonders, signs, miracles in my life. Hallelujah. You don't have to cry all the time. I'm not saying don't cry. No. You have cried enough. What have the crying brought to you? Have you asked yourself? It has even given you more worries and you are now losing weight because of the crying. But it will not change unless you involve God or you invoke the hand of God in your life. And then and then it will change by force. Hallelujah. By force it will change. Turn your Bible with me to First Chronicles chapter twenty nine verse twelve. Worth and honor come from you alone, for you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hand. Hallelujah. Power and might are in your hand. And at your discretion, people are made great and given strength. At your discretion, people are made great and given strength. Peter and Co. asked for strength and boldness to preach. And miracles, signs and wonders to follow their preaching. And it happened. The Bible is telling us in Chronicles, First Chronicles 29 verse 12 that worth and honor are in the hand of God. So if you want worth, if you want money, if you want riches, it comes from the hand of God. If you want honor, it comes from the hand of God. Not only that, he says you rule over everything. God rules over everything. He rules over the situation you are in. He rules over the powers the, the powers of darkness. God rules over them. So they cannot overtake you. They cannot suppress you. In fact, they have touched you. But God can break that thing out of you. Hallelujah. He said, power and might are in your hand. I love that. Power and might are in your hand. Power is in the hand of God. Might is in the hand of God. So no one, no evil power can supersede the power of God. I'm not saying they don't have power. They have power, but their power is elementary power. We have the supernatural power that supersedes all powers. At the mention of the name Jesus, every knee, he didn't say some knees. He said every knee bows and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Jesus said, I have been given authority in heaven, on earth and under the earth. The Bible says, at the mention of the name Jesus, 
God who do miracles. Jesus himself said, whatever you ask in my name, my father will do it. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. According to John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. Hallelujah. So, enough of the crying. Invoke the hand of God. And God will work miracles, signs, and wonders in your life. Hallelujah. God can do anything. But he will not do it unless you call him. Because he's a gentleman. He doesn't involve himself in things which he has not been invited in. So don't think that you can fight that battle with your physical strength and win. With your experience, with your certificate, with the number of years you have worked, you can do this. Yes, you can do, but the Bible says, at the arm of flesh, no man can prevail. Please, are you a human being? If only you are a human being, you are part of man or woman. He said, by the arm of flesh, no man can prevail. It means by the arm of flesh, you cannot do it alone. Let the hand of God push you. Let the hand of God lift you from the dungeon, lift you from the gutter, lift you from the mud, lift you from the refuse dump. And place you in the land where there is milk and honey flowing. Place you in on the seat of prince and kings. Hallelujah. It's only the hand of God that can do that. It's the hand of God that took Mephibosheth from the outskirts of the town where he was not recognized. He has been thrown away. It's the hand of God that touched the heart of David to go and bring him. And bless him. So it is never too late. Nothing is too late for God to do. God is never too late and he's never too early. He's always on time. Hallelujah. Turn your Bible with me to Isaiah chapter 14. <laughs> sorry. Isaiah 14, 57, uh, 27. Sorry. Isaiah 14, 27. The Lord of heaven's army has spoken. Who can change his plans? When his hand is raised, who can stop him? The Lord of heaven's army has spoken. Who can change his plans? No one can change the plan of God upon your life. As long as his hand is stretched, who can stop him? Hallelujah. No power. No enemy can stop the hand of God in your life. As long as you invoke and you pray and ask God to stretch forth his hand in your situation that you know is difficult. Hallelujah. God will stretch forth his hand. And when his hand is stretched, miracles happen. Mighty things happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, stretch forth your hand. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bible to, <coughs> sorry, Psalm 31 verse 15. Let's see what the Bible says. 
my future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. It's about time you put your life into the hand of God. It's about time you put your future into the hand of God. It's about time you put your marriage into the hand of God, your business into the hand of God, your children into the hand of God, your husband, your wife into the hand of God. It's about time you put your projects into the hand of God. It's about time you put your all into the hand of God, that God will help you do it. That is what the psalmist has done. He says his future is in the hand of God. Whose hand is your future in? Is it in your own hands or in the hand of God? Or is it in the hand of the nation? Or the hand of your boss? Or the hand of your, your landlord? Let God take charge of your plans your life everything concerning you put it in the hand of god and god will do it for you in isaiah 43 verse 13 he says from eternity to eternity i am god no one can snatch anyone out of my hand he is his hand if you are in his hand, no one can snatch you out of his hand. No one can take what God has given you whilst you are in his hand. Unless you have not placed it back into his hand. If I were you, I will start praying and put everything into the hand of God. Lord, I put my marriage, my life, my business, my children, my husband, my wife, my brothers and sisters, my parents, my loved ones, my all into your hand. Take absolute control over it in Jesus' name. Just pray this prayer and the Lord will take over. It's like a baton that we see them running every day. If your partner has all the speed and you have not handed the baton to him, he cannot run. So you will be last. Unless you run and get to where he is and you give him the mantle, you give him the stick, you give it to him. As long as you immediately you give it to him, it means that take over from me. I am tired. And there you see that that speed that he has or she has, it will come into being and he will move as fast as he can to overtake all those who, have, who are leading you. And your country or your school will be, or your team will be first. Hallelujah. Change the baton to God. Give that baton to God. Let God do it for you. And you will be blessed. And all the struggles that you are struggling will be over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It will be over. In no time, it will be over. God can do it. God can do it. God can do it. In his hand, miracles happen in his hand healings happen in his hand he when his hand is stretched forth 
great and mighty things happen. The impossibility becomes possible when the hand of God is stretched. Things that were impossible that we thought we ourselves thought that we cannot do it. When that hand is stretched, we will see ourselves doing it. We will see ourselves doing it in the name of Jesus. Let's continue from Psalm 104, verse 28. Psalm 104, verse 28. When you supply it, they gather it. You open your hand to feed them, and they are richly satisfied. When God supplies, you will gather. When he supplies you gather when he open his hand to feed you let god open his hand ask him to open his hand and feed you and you will be richly satisfied hallelujah god open your hands and feed us so we will be richly satisfied in the name of jesus in the name of jesus Let's continue on the last verse from the last quotation from Psalm 145, verse 16. Psalm 145, verse 16. When you open your hand, you satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. Hallelujah. God is not uh, 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 greedy and his heart. He doesn't have a hard heart. When he opens his hand, he satisfied the hunger and the thirst of every living things, including those who does not worship God. That is why people who are not worshiping God are still living. If he doesn't satisfy their need, they would have been dead by now. But when he reigns too, you can see that he reign on every place everybody the good and the bad it rains for all of us it means that god even if he can do it for those who are not worshiping him how much more you who is the child of god whom he has proclaimed that you are his apple of his eye he will do anything for you. Hallelujah. Bless God. We give him praise and honor. We hope that next week you will hear from us if God permits. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you can pray this prayer after me. Father, I accept and I acknowledge that I am a sinner. It's because of me you came to die. And because of my justification you rose again father from today i surrender my life into your hand i will worship you all the days of my life so help me god in jesus name amen if you have prayed this prayer you have become a born again christian look for a good bible based church to attend you can also look for a church of pentecost anywhere in the world and wherever you are we are there we will worship with you god richly bless you 
army.